Hello, you beautiful human. Welcome back to another episode of the Girls Get Confident show with Janelle. I just have to say thank you so much for listening. If you have listened to other episodes before, thank you. Thank you for being back here and listening again. I really, really appreciate you taking the time. And I'm so glad that what you're hearing is resonating with you. It has been amazing for me to see your feedback, your DMs on Instagram, your messages on my Facebook page, your shares to your stories on your socials. Thank you so much. It means the world that you are hearing what is being said inside these episodes that can really change your life if you actually take action. So you're hearing your taking action, you're writing notes, you are putting this stuff in your memory and in your toolkit so you can pull it out anytime you need it. I'm very proud of you. You are doing an amazing job on your personal growth journey. So keep it up. Now today's episode is something a little bit different. It's actually a two-part series. So we've got the first part this week and then next week for episode 10, we will do the second part. It sounds so weird saying 10 episodes. That makes me very, very happy that we've consistently had one show a week for the past 10 weeks. How epic. Over the next two weeks, I'm going to be sharing with you an interview that I did with this beautiful woman. Her name is Annie. She lives over in Jordan and I don't mean uh, Jordan the city in America, I mean Jordan, the country which is near Saudi Arabia, uh, Syria, Iraq and Egypt. She interviewed me for her podcast which is called Intuitively Rich. She interviews people talking about their passion and their purpose in the world. And so we naturally talked about confidence. And I just thought, you know, there was so much goodness in this episode that I would love for my ladies who listen to the Girls Get Confident show to hear this goodness and to soak it up. So some of the things that you're going to hear inside this interview is talking all about what is confidence? You know, what does it actually mean? How can we understand ourselves And what do we do when we realize that we're not being our true self as well as that part? It's also how do we get to the point where we can realize that we're not being our true self? We talk about how long it takes to change. You know, how do you change? What do you need to do to change? We talk about how confidence shows up in your daily life and also why you need to try new things and to do them more than once. There is so much jam-packed goodness inside just the first half of this episode, which you're going to be hearing today. I'm going to stop talking now. I'm going to get into it and I will catch up with you again at the end. Enjoy. This podcast was created for women who want to grow their confidence and make themselves a priority so they can get their life back. I'm Janelle and this is the Girls Get Confident podcast. Welcome to the show. Let's talk more about confidence because we use those words. We use confidence. We use abundance, prosperity, all those words. And we just, we think we know, we think we understand. But if we really like just pause and think about it, not everyone might fully embody and understand the word. So what does confidence mean for you personally? For sure. So for me, confidence comes from the inside. And I have never felt more confident and my clients have never felt more confident than when they know who they are and when they are in alignment, you know, living in alignment with that person that they are. 
And that is what brings that confidence for them. You know, back when I used to work in radio, I felt like I was two different people because this, the, the way that I would show up every day was completely different to what was going on inside of me. So that showed up as me not feeling confident within myself. Whereas when I started to learn more about myself and explore who I was as a person and what inspired me and what made me happy and the things I didn't like so much that's when I was able to really grow within myself this confidence so to me confidence is something that you're constantly creating I don't think it's something that you wake up one day and you're like wow I'm confident and you have that every single day for the rest of your life I think you continue it continues to evolve and you are human right you're not going to feel confident every single day but if you can do one thing each day to add to your confidence over time you will feel it more and more and if you know who you are and you know the life that you want to live that is going to help you to bring more confidence into your life as well how do we understand ourselves because you mentioned you were not feeling like yourself so it decreased your confidence so many people don't have the awareness of what's going on inside of them they just don't feel good and that's it yeah. and yeah. how do we start like understanding ourselves and first of all how do we even realize that we are not aligned to the i'm just going to call it like true self with ourselves how do we sure. just even understand that honestly i feel like have you ever you know you yourself or someone listening have you ever had that moment where you look in the mirror and you just think I don't like what I see or you know you wish that what you were seeing in that reflection in the mirror was different I think it starts as it's definitely a subconscious thing right and it takes time like you said self-awareness so before I had gotten into the world of personal development and before I knew anything about how to actually live the best life that you can, before I knew anything about intuition or my gut or my ego and, you know, anything about self-confidence, it's really hard, right? Like something usually happens in life that will make you wake up, I suppose. And what we're going through right now in terms of the world, and I know COVID's brought this on for lots of people, is it's helping a lot of us to look in the mirror and to think, I'm not liking what I see, or I want something to be different, and I actually want more, or I want better for myself. And I think it starts with that. Obviously, we all have different things that lead us to that point. Like I just used the example that for a lot of people, it has happened in the past year and a half to the past, you know, 18 months kind of thing so usually something big would happen in your life that would cause you to question right for me personal growth and discovering who you are it comes with getting curious so usually something happens you realize actually I'm not enjoying where I'm at I'm not I'm not vibing with either who I am or the life that I'm living and that's when you start to explore things around you. You might not, you know, you don't know, you don't necessarily know the answers. I know that when I was first really getting into self-development, it's like you wake up one day and everything around you just feels wrong. You know, you feel like 
the life that you're living isn't your own or it's not the life that you want. So there's that misalignment there. And once that happens, whatever it is that brings that about, that I think is when your journey to self-discovery and self-confidence really begins. How was it for you? How long did it took for you personally? Because it's not like we just realize one thing and we oh. just it even if we know what's right, changing our like full beliefs, habits, and our life that is built around our all our old identity. I'm gonna use it like that because when you have new realizations, you are creating new identity and like shedding the old skin. But your life at some point is just suited for the old identity and like just living that life and transitioning to another is challenging. So how was it for you personally? Well, for, from the realizations and from the work that you did, how did you yeah. just like transition into this new life? Oh my God. So I have done this so many times. I am, I'm 27 years old at the moment. And I kid you not, I have literally been doing this since I was 17 years old, whether I knew it or not. But I, I believe that we all have this knowing inside of us. And depending on, let's say, your upbringing, it might be something that you're conscious of or not. But I believe we have this knowing inside of us. And every few years, if we're not living in alignment with that knowing, it's going to come up. It might come up in a situation where you thought you were in the perfect relationship and then something bad happens and it turns your world upside down. It might be where you were on this awesome career path. One day you wake up and you realize you actually hate it. And what the heck are you doing? You know, that's, that's another one there. Um, both of those things have been things that have happened to me. What I love is that I guess embracing the idea that throughout your whole life this can and it will continue to happen and all it's doing is it's taking your your level of self-awareness your level of knowing and it's giving you an opportunity to step up you know so if for instance me and my career it's happened many times and I'm so grateful because I say to my clients you don't want to live your life on autopilot and wake up in 10 years time thinking how the heck did I get here and realize that that you've been living your life but you've been asleep the whole time because you haven't consciously decided any of it I don't and I personally don't want to live that way and that's why I've embraced this whole idea that every few years or any time my body starts to tell me hey this isn't right or hey you're in the wrong direction or hey let's look over here I just have to surrender and get curious lean into it and just see where it takes me and honestly it has led me on the most amazing path and i I never expected that at 27 years old, this is where my life would be. I genuinely thought I would be having a successful radio career. I didn't expect that at 22 years old, after only being in the career for four years, I would hate it and that I would hate every single day and be trying to find a way that I could get out of it. So, but I embrace that and I love that because I'm you know you get to the point where you're so proud of yourself for leaving that safety and leaving that security of what you thought you wanted um, and what society wanted for you as well to actually forge your own path what was the part that was not aligned 
with your values or what was the part that you really didn't enjoy working with your radios? I felt like two different people. That's the easiest way to put it. So when the show that I worked on, like, don't get me wrong, it was amazing. And I, I, I loved it. I loved using voice and I, you know, which is why I love being on podcasts now, because to me, voice is so powerful and you can heal yourself and you can heal so many people through voice and what you can share, you know? So I loved aspects of it, but honestly, the majority, it was just superficial stuff that meant nothing. You know, my, my favorite shows are the shows that big things were happening so you know we we had a storm one day so I did the show in a, in a local town in New Zealand and we had a storm one day so um, streets were blocked and power lines were down and you know the whole place was chaotic I loved that day that day was my favorite day because it meant something the things that I got to share on the radio the phone calls I got to have were helping people to figure out this chaotic time and, you know, so for the majority of the stuff we talked about was celebrity gossip or just, it, it didn't feel right to me, you know, and even to this day, um, yeah, now and then I'll listen to podcasts with celebrities and stuff like that, but I could never imagine every single day having to go online fishing for gossip about what's happening to Kim Kardashian or, you know, Britney Spears shaved her head, all that stuff. It just doesn't mean anything. And it's really sad that we're profiting off other people and their status or whatever, you know? This makes sense for you you just maybe crave like something more valuable some something more meaningful and to bring just, value with yourself yes yes I just wanted more depth but I also really wanted to be able to help other people and while you get to do it a little bit it was wasn't nearly enough you know it wasn't enough to fill my cup that's for sure how does confidence shows in your daily life because we think confidence is on like walking confidently or going to someone and talking to them, which confidence is so much more than yeah. just like these big things. How does confidence and how can confidence show up in our daily life in small things? Yeah, so confidence shows up in your daily life when your mother-in-law comes over to your house unannounced and you say, hey, actually, I'm really busy today. Why don't we make a time for you to come back in the weekend and we'll hang out? So confidence is you putting boundaries in place. Confidence is you knowing that your dream in life is to be a police officer. So you do what you can to find a job that can sustain you while you go and do all your training and all the hours that are needed to recruit as a police officer. And, and knowing the worth that you have within yourself enough to chase that dream. You know, confidence is, is the smallest things. It's funny that you mention the way you walk because I don't, <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. There was some article I was reading that it's talking like top tips for confidence and it's you know walk tall and strut your hips and this kind of thing and I'm just like I understand that for some people that 
is the be all and end all for them. And don't get me wrong, it does make you feel really good. But you're right, confidence is so much more than that. It's really you, like I said before, getting to a place in your life where you know who you are, you know what you want, and you're going to do whatever it takes to achieve that for yourself. How do you guide your own clients or the people you support or your friends when they understand that this is not the life I want to live? And mm. maybe then they are spending time to realize what kind of life they want to have. Uh, How do we go from A to B? Yeah, that is the best part, right? So I run workshops and they're called Girls Get Confident. Now, time and time again inside these workshops, I have ladies tell me, I don't know what I want. And I say to them, you know, well, how long haven't you known what you want for? So they're at this place, like you said, they, they know what they don't want. They're living that life they don't want right now, but they don't know what they do want instead. So I say, how long have you been living in that place and not knowing what you want? And some women say years, you know, it might even be five to 10 years that a person has been not enjoying the day-to-day -day, but because they don't know the alternative they stay in it so what I always say to my clients and what I, I love and find so fun and so exciting is to get curious you know explore it in your mind take some time out get a journal ask yourself a question what might excite me what would make me happy what would put a smile on my face what would I jump out of bed in the morning to do you know and I always say to people don't try and put it in a box of having to be for the rest of your life it can be something that fulfills you and something that excites you for the next two years the next five years it really doesn't matter but don't hold yourself back by thinking I really want to join a circus but I can't imagine being in the circus forever so I'm just not even going to try you know it's getting curious it's writing a whole heap of stuff down that's the most random stuff and then you have to commit to yourself and actually going and trying those things um and with that you you're doing two things at once you're learning so much about yourself you're taking things off that you friggin' hate. So for instance, I'm all about doing things outside of my comfort zone and trying new things whenever I get the opportunity to. And on the weekend just gone, my partner's family had a annual family function and they do clay bird shooting. I've never shot a gun before in my life. And the one time I had an opportunity to was before I was into self-development and trying to do my best. And I turned it down. I was too scared that I would get a bruise on my shoulder from holding the shotgun. You know, I was too scared of the kickback. And so now, 10 years later, that thought still runs through my mind of this opportunity that I had missed. And so as soon as we got there and one of the family members says, oh, do you, who wants to practice? Who wants to give it a go? And I was so scared and I could just feel the energy flowing through my body. I was like, I'm doing it. I'll go. And so I went first. And I stood up and never done this thing before. And so, you know, essentially we're looking at my list of things that I'm curious about, things that might excite me or that I might love. We're standing up there with this gun and we're trying to shoot a clay bird, even though we can't aim for crap. <laughs> and I shoot it and I felt straight away, straight away that I didn't like it. 
And I still pushed myself. I did it a few more times. I think I probably had four more goes at it because I think that's part of it as well. You're not necessarily going to love something the first time you do it. So stick in there because you're still learning about more about yourself either way. So I tried about four times and I said to my partner, I said, I actually don't like it. Like the shooting is actually fine in terms of that doesn't hurt me. That's, that's cool. I just don't like the idea that I'm having to aim for something in the air which was really fascinating because my whole assumption has been that I was scared of the pain in my shoulder from actually shooting. But the reality was I was just not liking the fact that I had to aim and potentially hurt something. So it's really fascinating. And what that's done for me now is I've been able to tick that box of tried something new and I didn't like it. So what's next? And I really enjoy how you said when you try the first time and you don't like something, try it more. Because it might yeah. be our resistance, it might be our fear, and try it enough time so you really know that this is not for you. Yeah, yes. yeah for sure. Yes. Completely. And, and, yeah. and I was, we have to give ourselves permission to suck at something as well. You know, I've always loved the idea of dancing. And when you first start dancing and you're in this dance class with other women who might have been doing it for years, you struggle to pick up the moves. And then you look at these other women who are amazing. It could be really easy to compete yourself to them and to think you suck, to turn around, go home, probably have a cry in the car and to never come back. But what you need to do is you need to give yourself permission to suck at whatever it is, whether it's just a fun activity to learn more about yourself and maybe meet some new people or whether it's a new career. We're not going to be amazing the first time we try something and we shouldn't put so much pressure on ourselves to be either. Yes, for sure. Uh, I like how, how you said, like, give ourselves permission to suck because we have to do that. And let's, they, I think um, that is very connected to forgiving ourselves. Mm -hmm. And forgiveness and forgiving ourselves is the hardest thing to do. And I believe that if I don't forgive myself for something that I did, for guilt I feel, for the shame I feel, I'm not allowing new energy to enter because I'm holding on to this old energy that is not bringing anything to me. And it was a practice for me. And obviously I'm not perfect at it, but I'm so much better at forgiving myself quickly because cool. it, before it would have taken so much time. Now it takes like minutes. It depends on the situation, obviously. For so sure. what yeah. is your tip on forgiving ourselves and why is it important to forgive ourselves? Maybe for the even years that we lived not aligned with our values. Maybe for the things that we did because we had no idea who we truly are for the things that we let people, other people tell us. Well, what is the importance of forgiveness and how to forgive ourselves easier, quicker, uh, and just love ourselves more? I actually get a lot of people asking me this question, you know, because a big part of personal growth and stepping into your confidence is learning to forgive yourself. And then when people ask me, well, how can I do that? The reality is it's a different journey for every single person maybe an easier way I don't know if this is necessarily an easier way but what I find is when I'm trying to do less of something or I'm trying to remove something from my life instead of focusing on that that I'm trying to get rid of I will focus on adding something else in so if the goal is to love yourself more instead of focusing on these things that you hate about yourself from your past or these things that you're holding on to I would be turning that focus and that momentum and concentration onto something that I do want. 
you know, these, these can be all different types of things, whether they're deep or just superficial things. Um, quite a superficial thing for me is that over winter, I kept sleeping in and I did not want to get out of bed. Like sometimes it got to, um, you know, 8, 8.30 in the morning, which I know isn't late, but for me, it still felt late. And I just felt I was angry at myself. I was like, Janelle, why can't you get out of bed? You know? And what I did is instead of focusing on being mad at myself and not getting out of bed, instead I thought, okay, cool, let's turn this into something exciting. Why don't we create a reason to get out of bed? Let's flip it and make it positive. And so what I did is I created this little morning routine for myself that started with not checking my phone. It then meant that I went into my kitchen and I made myself a lemon water. I would then, I might journal, I might do some stretches, you know, it's adding these other things in. And before I knew it, now, this morning, I my alarm went off at 6 a.m. and I got up straight away, straight away. You know, I was, I was happy to get out of bed, but if I had have still been hating on myself and angry that I, I have no energy to get out of bed, I'm so mad at myself, why can't I just get out? I'd probably still be in there. You know, that's helped me and that's also helped our clients as well is instead of focusing on that negative thing and why can't I let this go? Why can't I move on for this? Actually flipping it and trying to turn your focus towards that more positive thing. Because if you're focusing on more, you know, what you focus on grows. So last year, um, total tangent, but for instance, last year I had a lot of teeth work done and my mouth was in so much pain. And the first thing I would do when I woke up in the morning is I would kind of check in with myself and I'd be thinking, okay, well, how does my mouth feel today? And I felt a little bit of a niggle of pain and I consciously, you know, I, I, connected that pain to my mind and so I knew that I was feeling a bit of pain and what happened is throughout the day all I could focus on like by the end of the day all I was thinking about was my mouth and my teeth and the pain and it was horrific and I just had to have Panadol after Panadol after Panadol and then at one point I realized you know you're feeding it you are making it worse and I really didn't want to be on Panadol anymore so what I did is I tested myself and I said you know what when you wake up in the morning you're not checking in on your mouth. And anytime you feel a little bit of pain in your mouth, you're changing it to something positive. You're going to give yourself an affirmation of how your mouth is healed and you're just going to continue to focus on good things and create more momentum towards the good. Literally less than a week later, I wasn't taking Panadol anymore and my mouth wasn't sore anymore. And this has been going on for you know, a solid three to four weeks, and it was horrific. I was crying at how bad the pain was. But as soon as I stopped focusing on that pain every second of the day, it genuinely went away. Yes, that is so beautiful. And I, I just even wrote that down because I used to say, like, whatever you focus on, that's where your energy flows. But I like how you said, where whatever you focus on, it grows. Yeah. You are literally, your focus is like a water, and you're like, like a like a plant or like yes. a seed you are growing it you are like ah. nurturing with your focus literally our focus is nurture like it nurtures everything in our life oh my um. god i love i love this realization i love i love it i'm gonna use it i'm gonna share it with my friends i'm gonna share it with my husband i like the word growing because it's easier to 
connect in the mind. Oh, if I'm focusing on the negative side, I'm like, oh, it's going to grow. So I don't want How to grow. And then I'm going to switch it and change it. And good job on working on yourself and catching all of this because it is not that even if you get the awareness, it's okay. It's easy to catch it, but then to use, put it into action. And mm-hmm. it, it's easy to catch in a way if you're practicing to catch your thoughts, then it gets like you just automatically notice when you are off, but then to put action and effort and willingness and to use your willpower and to mm-hmm. just no one can save us. No one can take ourselves mm-hmm. from A to B. So good yes. job on like finding that courage and confidence and power in you to whenever you have realization to use that realization and apply it to your life. That is not an easy and it is a skill. And I can see you have practiced it for a very long time because it just doesn't come naturally to anyone. It's a practice, practice, practice. And then one day you wake up, as you said, and it just works. As you just, today, you just woke up and sit up from the bed. So good job on working on yourself. There you have it, beautiful lady. Thank you so much for listening to that interview. That was just part one of the interview. You can check back in next week to hear part two. I hope that you got a lot of goodness out of that, that you took some notes and that you are going to take action on some of the tools that you heard about and that you learned throughout that episode. If you would like support along your personal growth journey, please ask me. I'm here to help. And you know what? You actually don't even have to ask me. All you need to do is go to my website, www.girlsgethq.com. On there, you can find our membership and the various other ways that we can help you to grow your confidence and to become the woman that you want to be on this personal growth journey that you are on right now. All you need to do is head to that website, girlsgethq.com. Check out what we have to offer. We've got our Girls Get United membership. We've got events locally around the Bay of Plenty if that's where you're based. And also, depending on when you're listening, we may have other offerings as well. So go check it out and really... Give yourself the love, kindness, support and appreciation that you need to help you become the woman that you want to in this life. Have an awesome, awesome week.